0: This isn't a DD and d podcast. Uh, not really. It's only allegedly a D&D podcast. This isn't a group of seasoned tabletop battle veterans. No, this is a group of disaster humans out to roll bones, make questionable jokes, and possibly, if they're lucky, find some kind of story along the way. And they're guided gently by me, a sentient dumpster fire. We just wanted to be extremely clear about what y'all are getting yourselves into. That being said, welcome to Horizon's Point, you goddamn nerds. Let's get weird. Citizens! Welcome to Horizons Point, an actual Play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. <laughs> oh, oh eventually. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Thank you for the hand motions, Adam. That was, I don't know what they were, but they were great, and I loved them, and they warmed my it heart. It happened it happened and it was a moment that we had together as friends and we you know what I'm gonna never forget that until 10 minutes from now when I forget everything <laughs> uh hi speaking of people who forget things it's me It's that's me it's all me it's uh, hi I'm Ashley I'm your DM uh, my pronouns are she her today DM stands for your discordant musician ooh
1: is this what you were cackling about in the car today I was cackling about this next part <laughs> <laughs> I need y'all to know, but today driving back to the mountains, she cackled like this for three full minutes. I just need everybody to know that over this.
2: Worth it. I, I, I. In my defense, I, I there is no. Right def- no, no there is no. There's no defense. Oh. This is indefensible. No, I warned her. It wasn't that funny.
0: Anyway, that's me and that's who I am, and I don't apologize for anything. And speaking of people who don't apologize for anything, here's Adam.
3: <laughs> Hi, I'm Adam, they them, playing Ginny, they them. I've got a lovely bunch of nothing here. <laughs> Half written, then I lost my flow. Da, da, boom, da, boom, da.
1: Boom. All
3: I know is I wanna fight a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where we get this
1: one. <laughs> Speaking of fighting cops so. <laughs> Paige, Paige is dying I don't know how to be a person anymore I never did Whoa. Hi, I'm Caroline Certified person <laughs> So you got your certification Certified grade. We've on
4: that for a long time Really proud of you <laughs>
1: And my pronouns are West Virginia Mountain Mama. Um, I would like to be back <laughs> in the mountains, please. Uh, They're also she, her. Um, playing Eve Donahue, McKay. Also she, her.
3: Also West Virginia Mountain Mama.
1: Yeah, honestly. Also West Virginia yeah. Mountain Mama. Yeah. I want to go back to the mountains. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is mm-hmm. life unfair? Mm-hmm. Um, investigating on an inkling that it may help incriminate an ice queen in her own incapacitation. <laughs> Nice. I, I can't believe you did I. That was
2: so good. I mean, I don't even know that many words that start with I. Let
1: <laughs> well, no, put
0: them do. in, a, in a, no, I do. I learn things. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter I.
2: The more you know.
4: Hey, what's up? My name is Mike.
2: <laughs>
4: um, so, he, <need> him.
5: Perfect. <laughs> a, a plus. No notes.
4: I play Orion. He, him. I don't, have, I don't really have anything funny to say today. So, I got a robot.
1: Where are our starfish facts? I thought we were getting starfish facts. No.
4: I forgot about no. that. Immediately.
1: It's because we <laughs> only did it once. It
0: was
2: so many episodes
0: ago. <laughs> and then that flame. episode just aired, and so now you're all thinking about starfish again, and
2: I don't remember <laughs> why we talked about starfish, starfish to pants, begin with on that episode. Starfish pants.
4: I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm here to have a good time today. Play, 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 well, I'm here to play some clean oh. d and have a good time. You know,
2: mm.
0: I'm
3: here to play some dirty D&D and have a I good have
0: time.
2: terrible, I have terrible, terrible news, news for, you. for you. Speaking <laughs> of terrible news, um, <laughs> I too want to go back to the mountains, a different set of mountains, but I badly want to go back to them. Uh, I have not been in front of a screen or talking to this many people in uh, over a week, so I don't know how to function anymore. Uh, therefore, today, my pronouns are fit roll, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I don't even know my name. So I hope you remember because I don't. <laughs> I play Braithwit, I think, probably, and some other folks, depending. Sometimes. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, Braith and the Brain Ghosts.
2: Braith and the Brain, 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 brain ghosts. ghosts, where brain. I play Theremin. Actually, <laughs> 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 you
0: just sound like Frank crying Can you do that. Amazing. Okay, we'll do a recap now. <clears throat> Before leaving Aaliyah's cabin, Bee asked about the possibility of getting Brenna Palafox's soul into a new body. Since the current disconnect is pulling a particular soul back from a totally different plane and into a particular body, Aaliyah is pretty confident that she'd be able to make it happen with a soul right in front of her. All you guys need is a freshly dead body, which should be easy to come by given the current uh, climate of the city. (laughs) Gideon led you all back through the fog, where you were very nearly attacked by a lumbering figure with giant antlers and faces where there should not be faces. However, Jenny decided not to antagonize the cryptids, this time, and you all made it out safely, trekking your way towards the Palafox estate to see what you could see. Jenny turned B invisible, and Eva and Gideon gleefully readied themselves to lie to some cops. Caspian and a younger constable named Louise Weddall were investigating the scene where you found that Braxton, Lercet, and Lester were all still alive. However, there was a second murder scene elsewhere. As you approached, Caspian seemed to get a message from someone and asked Wetall if she'd found any strange energies when sweeping the scene. She said no, which Caspian accepted, but B and Ginny clocked that she seemed eh, nervous somehow. As uh, Caspian pulled Gideon aside to ask him some questions, um, you know, because of the way that he and Eva kind of uh, uh, set that party on fire just a teeny bit, uh, Invisible B used her paladin ass shit to check if Wetall smelled owen as hell, and she did. You guys are way better at this than those other idiots. <laughs> After dropping a warning to Mary Constance, Orion and Jenny took the opportunity to mean all or whatever the fuck her name is, a little bit, including Jenny taking the time to make their face briefly into Eliza Dukes and drop a few choice words in Alan, which Orion yes ended gloriously. Her facade dropped momentarily, revealing her to be more than a little bit unhinged, but you left it there for the time being, though Orion raised the idea of flat-ass kidnapping her, which entertained me, the DM. Which is always a good thing. Mary Constance went back into the house with Invisible Bee sneaking successfully behind her in an attempt to find anything all might have quote-unquote missed. In the main bedroom, they did discover what was left of concertine, not much, as well as a hidden diary in her vanity. The last entry seemed to be from the night she'd received her memories back and spoke with some pretty intense paranoia about shady people coming for her, including one shady person that could very well be interpreted as the Red Doctor. Unwilling to outright lie, Mary Constance did agree that someone else could read that entry, and do it some things that might ease up the tangent on everybody else. Back outside, Caspian asked Aoife some questions about her potential involvement in Concertine's demise, and she expertly worked in the rumors about her possibly being an unauthorized magic user, who'd sent lightning to strike her bar, and might have faced some consequences by messing with forces she didn't understand. This seemed to more than satisfy Caspian, especially given his interpretation of the last entry in that diary. And he was content to let Eva leave, after asking if she make sure that Bennett was safe. You know, considering the way that every time somebody dies in this fucking town, he gets the blame for that. And now Mary Constance has gotten the skinny on the second murder site. You guys won't go... check it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Hmm.
3: I can't remember if B is invisible currently, if I need to
0: invisible her again she is currently still invisible she has not dropped it she's not done anything to
1: make it drop i am gonna burn a sending blue cast to bennett okay and i'm gonna say weird murders in city lay low you could take the blame accidentally be careful harder to spring you loose now i think i have five words left love you without caspian <laughs> no i'm right <laughs>
0: uh there's a there's a pause before a few seconds later you get back and he sounds like very smug appreciate it but let's just say i've got an alibi on this one i'll tell you more later uh he sounds very
1: pleased with himself i'm gonna end that little shits laugh i'm gonna end his laugh. he's gonna be dead and um then there will be no more issues ever on account of the way i ended his life
0: problem solver ifa donahe mckay no problems with somebody <laughs> if they've been murdered. I would beg to argue that there are a lot of problems with people after they've been I'm... murdered. So <laughs> you There are just... other people that cause additional problems, but that person will not cause you any more problems. We, exactly. we have
3: not had more problems with your mother since uh-huh. then, yeah. for instance. Not
0: a single problem, not a single additional problem has Constantine herself caused since that night you killed her dead.
2: Allegedly. Your <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, that's what it meant
0: the whole time. We figured it out. <laughs> anyway, uh, you send that message, you get that message back in response. Is there anything you guys would like anything else you guys would like to do here before um you tromp over to the other murder scene? Um and is there anything I'll ask that question for it first. Is there anything else you guys want to do here before you leave?
3: The the smile you have had just now makes me want to specify this. I'm going to low-key clock uh, what's-her-ass across the way and just try and keep an eye on if she's tailing us.
1: Okay. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, I also want to keep a periphery on Louise.
4: We all want to walk, but then keep our heads facing back.
0: we want to walk backwards? backwards, backwards like to to the or do you want to turn your head entirely two hundred, like 360 degrees like you're an owl? That no, fine. we want to do that to her. <laughs>
1: I had Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's smart. I'm going to put her in the Gisbyorn facing backwards so we can't be uh, snuck up on. Okay,
2: fantastic. That's what I made it for! How much more time would I have on invisibility at this point? You probably have about 20 to 30 minutes left on invisibility. Okay, how long would it... Do we have any idea of how long it's going to take us to get to the other scene? Do we have any idea where it is? Or is it just a like, we're going to follow Mary Constance? Mary Constance has not yet told you where it is. Okay. I could hang back and watch and make sure she doesn't tail us as well or see where she's going. But um, if they see me, we're going to have a problem before they wipe my brain.
1: Hey, Gizzy mm. you got this, right? Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I was mm-hmm. a lot more confident with the first noise, not, yeah. not the yeah, subsequent ones. Do so you
0: notice specimens? like, as she continues to make noises, she's sort of looking down at her stomach, sort of pointedly going... Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
3: i'm already digging out my uh my cup so that i can idly clean it while we walk from a to b because i think i drank out of a gross ass cup Mm -hmm. back on the beach (laughs) we'll we'll deal with any diseases that might have caused later i'll go ahead and get it cleaned up for the future um I guess I probably have some sand-covered uh grilled crab from this morning.
0: <laughs>
3: sure, Taking a guess at what the beach town eats. Wait, can I be a warlock of Gizmo? I mean... <laughs> it only grants you
4: the spell grease. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And create food and water.
1: It? <laughs>
2: Can Excellent. we just say
1: that while I was uh, transferring her to the Gizbjorn to uh, make sure that we can't be surprised, I give her a good shake because I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm.
0: Roll two d20s for me. <laughs> okay. It's a 17 and a nat 20. Holy shit. Uh, 50 a knives truly, fall out. A truly absurd amount of knives fall out of her including on a nat 20 one falls out that like very is very clearly different from the rest it is very clearly made of like a different type of metal it is much better maintained and you notice that like on the blade of it it's like there was writing on it that was scratched out
1: can i investigate this knife yeah absolutely
0: give me an investigation check
3: i i guess i'm gonna watch the the cop And a Ginny,
0: Ginny roll, a, roll a 20 for me, or d20 for me, to see if Gizmo likes your present. Seven. Oh, she, it's covered in sand, but she does eat it. Um, but you you have negative one Gizmo points. You see her sort of pit, 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 spitting out the sand as she tries to eat the crab.
3: Hey, you know what? In the red is at least on the board. I haven't been in a few, <laughs> few rounds.
1: Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a three on investigation. Well, you, have a no fucking, you
0: have no fucking clue where this knife came from. Is this a fork? Weird ass. Knife.
1: I did. I, I am gonna keep
0: the
2: knife. Did I clock the knife? Roll a perception check for me. Uh, Someone's Sixteen. Someone's gonna
4: get cursed. Someone's gonna get cursed. Someone's <laughs> gonna get
2: cursed. So I'm gonna
3: Two go. Two of up. us are already cursed, Mike.
2: Yeah, come on. Hello.
3: Some of us like it.
2: <laughs> Some of us forgot to fix that at the fucking beach. Some of us think that it's kind of sexy.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm not. Cursed. Jane's not
2: with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go up in Ifa's ear as she takes the knife and I'm like, ah, ah,
0: that, oh, sorry, sorry. You hear a voice <laughs> out of nowhere in your ear. <laughs> and like,
2: wet, wet lips. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're welcome. No,
2: no. Oh, sorry, sorry, it's hard to judge distance when you're invisible for some reason. Um, That is one of, uh, that's one of, that's one of Mallory's knives, just so you know. um, So she might want it back at some
1: point. now. Uh-huh. did you steal? A knife off of a sleeping child that had been a monstrosity. Uh -uh. She could have been awake. Uh
3: (laughs) (laughs) Gizmo wants me for a lawyer.
1: (laughs) Gizmo, did Mallory give you a knife willingly and knowingly? (laughs) I I will. Put it on my person because I am, I think, better on gizmo theft watch than a lot of people are. You know to look out for it. <laughs> all right, anybody, um, if you have any interest in knives, I have a lot of them.
4: I'm all fine on cutlery at the moment, thank you.
1: It is a bunch of butter knives, but there's probably some sharp ones in there. There's a couple oh, of sharp ones. Oh fuck, that's one of Bennett's <laughs> fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> so you've you've done your knife shake. Uh, gizmo has settled into her her baby Bjorn. Uh, and is prepared to actually keep watch, um, as you guys, because you're all generally keeping an eye on her as you've dictated. Um, as you guys watch, you notice that like Caspian is still in conversation with her. Like she is still walking around the, the scene doing things. Um, you definitely see her eyes sort of darting towards you every now and then as you start to leave, but she, she does not, at least at this moment, seem to be in a position to be able to follow you, um. Because she's in the, she's a constable uh, ostensibly investigating the middle of an active crime scene, and for her to just fuck off right now would be very strange.
1: Um, I think Aoife will start whispering to either side of her, trying to figure out she, she can't see B. <laughs> she's like, hey, no,
0: behind "Right, now find you. Right. I'm over. Oh, oh, it's okay. Wait, oh, oh, okay. uh, wait. Now I'm over here. Oh, now I'm, I'm over be, here. Oh,
1: yeah, here. Is this funny? Oh, Is this how jokes work?
3: Um, Without looking up from their cup, Jenny says, "Yes, that's how jokes work." <laughs> Excellent.
1: They can teleport within the city, right?
2: As far as I know, but I don't know what's allowing them to do that.
1: Well, I'm saying she doesn't have to follow us if she thinks we're going to the crime scene. She will just teleport there.
2: That's true, and we can find out where she lives later, potentially, if we do want to kidnap
1: her. Look, we kill her in the fog, we get a soul crystal, we give the soul to Gizmo to raise as pet, and um... We don't debate the ethics. You have a problem with Gizmo having knives, but not souls.
3: I thought we wanted to incapacitate her and blank her body out for Brittany. Oh Oh my god,
2: that's actually a great idea.
3: We should get
4: information first though.
2: Oh good, so we're going to- uh, well actually yes, in this case it sounds like a pretty good plan. Normally I'd be opposed to kidnapping someone, torturing them, and murdering them, but you know, given who she is... mm, mm, mm. Crime scene? (laughs) <laughs> okay, Mary
1: Constance, do yeah, the crime off. scene! Yeah.
2: yeah, this was all out of earshot of Mary Constance. Yeah, she
0: The second the four of you start huddling for any reason at this point now, <laughs> Mary Constance walks about 20 feet away and stares in the opposite direction. Plausible um,
4: deniability, nice. She
2: <laughs> just gives you a thumbs up. Ginny, are you going to be able to hit me with invisibility again? Yeah. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure I didn't need to like hide or... Uh, make other plans so i don't just appear in the middle of another crime scene because currently i'm not tied to this one i don't want to be
0: uh cool so you you guys are you just walking behind mary Constance like you guys are a group <laughs> are you trying to tail her at a distance are you trying to not be seen at all as you head to this crime scene she How are invited you us right she invited you but Knowing the protocols of the of the way that things work, like you can't just invite guests to a crime scene. She invited you guys because of the greater thing that is going on.
2: She didn't. Get you a plus aren't one.
0: supposed to be there.
4: A lot of a lot of crime shows have told me that you are allowed. To invite somebody who's hired by the police mm-hmm, to help mm-hmm. investigate, which I think is what we are.
2: Or like if there's a writer who is researching for yep. novels, mm. if like yep. that's
1: okay. Oh. Yep.
4: Um, or like if there's a psychic and yeah. yeah. psychic. Oh. Yeah. So,
1: um, with, mm-hmm. actually with that in mind, Eva will sidle up to Mary Constance. So. <laughs> so I'm psychic. <laughs> 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 so Tick. So technically, we are um, the task force associated with hunting down the Red Doctor, and if there is potentially fucky magic that might be necromantic, it would make sense to bring us in with you.
0: That is not a bad point. Caspian. I scream
3: professional.
4: Orion puts on sunglasses.
0: Anybody who's got fucky eyes is going to want to do something about that, unless they're not already, you know, invisible. But yeah, Caspian, I think, is already told... Has already told Rojas exactly what's going on with that book as he knows it.
1: But it would make sense that if there is any chance that this could be related to the Red Doctor, you would obviously want the task force that is hunting her down and figuring out what to do about her to be here.
0: Yeah, that's that's not a that's actually a pretty good idea. So um, I don't know how much access he's going to allow you guys. He's a he's a do any of you uh, know Edwin Rojas or no? What do I? I know? Do I know? Uh everyone roll a history check for me. I will say uh Orion. You... 20. Jesus Christ. Okay, Orion, you can roll with advantage. I since a I was cop? a cop, what I know Rojas? You were a guard. Uh,
1: and I don't think you guys
0: fifteen? Okay. Tell me about my best friend Rojas. As
4: well. <laughs> I, got a, I ended up with a twenty.
0: Okay. Um anybody anyone who got a fifteen to a nineteen, you know that Edwin Rojas is a very well-respected constable. Um, he is very by the book, very hard-ass, um, very gruff. Uh, not really the kind of person that you want to run into, um, sort of in a, in a dark alley. You know, he he really takes his job very seriously and tends not to cut anybody any slack. Anyone who got a twenty or above would know got that. By him. Uh, (laughs) i was gonna say
3: i i have his bank account information
0: (laughs) you have his pin number and also he gave you a swirly once it was very uncomfortable stop Um, i'm just trying to fix your axe stop it it's um, not even my job (laughs) anyone uh anyone who got a 20 or above would know that back when the previous captain of the constable uh disappeared Rojas was offered the job of captain before Caspian was, and he
2: turned it down because his wife was pregnant at the time. So that's just a tidbit that you Does have. Does he like think Caspian's bad at his job too? Because uh, I mean... <laughs> he's pretty bad at his
1: job.
3: Ginny just shrugs and says, that's what happens when you put family ahead of career. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you.
1: So he is a by the book constable. He is a by the book constable.
0: You are not going and like you can intuit from that. You are not going to be able to play him the way that you played Caspian.
1: It's, I mean, I still have enhanced ability on and mm-hmm. I'm still very persuasive on. So like, I, but come on, it's, it's me, Rojas. <laughs> well, so Where my question is, with this one. <laughs> would he immediately up front take issue with IFA in particular based on her relationship to the constables? And her relationship with the edge.
0: Um, I don't know if that's something you would know.
1: So I haven't had any like outright dealings with him that would I would
0: say probably not, no. So all that all that being said, you guys want to just continue to walk forward and present yourselves, ask the task force that is investigating the Red Doctor, and you are here because you think that you have you you can this is in
2: your purview. B you're staying invisible. I'm kind of holding to the side so that I can kind of stay within earshot when they actually talk to Rojas, but kind of like get around to see the crime scene. Um, but I am keeping real careful tack of when we're going to run out of invisibility, and I'm going to stay close enough that I can go back and like nudge
1: Jenny when I need a reup. <laughs> uh,
0: Eva, did you cast Enhance ability on yourself right when you went to talk to Caspian,
1: or did you I cast, cast it when it you got on to the site and Gideon? Right around the same time that Invisibility was cast.
0: Okay. So you have roughly 20 minutes, twenty to 30 minutes as well left on your Enhance Ability. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So you guys allow Mary Constance to lead you across town. Um, It is going to take you roughly the amount of time that you have left on your spells to get there. So if you would like to re-up yourselves before you get to the scene, you can do that.
4: Do we have any random encounters?
0: <laughs> How many like wolves to roll do we run into? Like, you're attacked by wolves. <laughs> Always fucking There's wolves. There's such a Wolf got problem a in the zoo again. <laughs> You're attacked by sewer wolves. And it's like the-, <laughs> the um, rats. Well, like in Kingdoms of Amalur, <laughs> the sewer no, rats
1: that are just yeah. enormous.
0: <laughs> no, it's like, you know the urban legend about people getting baby lizards and then they dump yeah, them you know, into the sewer they and they become the alligators? alligators. They just yeah, they flush wo- the alligators. They flush baby wolves
3: There was like
2: a whole season where wolves were like the hot pet. In the rich families, Jesus. and they oh dumped God. them all.
0: Bertifer ate them all. <laughs> and the ones that escaped made it to the <laughs> sewers. Ah! Speaking <laughs> of Bertifer, what are y'all gonna do with
2: Bertifer? Because he is with you. That was not discussed previously that he came with us. I was so quiet last episode, being like, no way this fucking bird is coming with us. I didn't say anything because <laughs> Bertifer was at his house last time. That's fair.
4: Orion, uh, on top of Cosmo, but so far enough away that, that Bertifer can't get to him, is just going to go,
0: get out of here! Get out of here! We don't want you anymore! Get out of here!
1: Are, you, white are you Are you Harry and the Henderson thing?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Call whatever wherever you want. We don't love but... you
1: anymore! Eva, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Eva's going to appeal to Bertifer's uh, Eldritch Horror Soul. Okay. With like just the old knowledge and just be like, Bertifer? You need to stay here. You are going to make things worse for Brenna if you come with us.
0: Uh, roll a persuasion check for me.
1: Well, that is a, one of those is a two, but one of those is a 15 plus five is a dirty 20.
0: Bertifer looks at you for a very long time and he very slowly cocks his head to the side and he blinks once. His big frightening golden eyes just sort of blinking very slowly once. And then he turns and, like, he knows exactly where you are, B. He mm-hmm. picks you in the shins once. Ow. And then slowly sort of wanders off into, like, an alleyway.
1: We'll be back for you, I promise. Aoife gives a very short, just like, she does not lower her head, but she gives a very, like, simple nod to her How
2: did, you can't see that my jaw is on the floor, but my jaw is on the floor. How did you do, how did,
1: that bird has been torturing me since I was, 4 years old how did you in 2 days was brenna egging him on yes yeah that i appealed to his um sense of he loves brenna a lot and it's weird yeah the
2: eldritch horror thing right
1: yeah like <laughs> the, i'm not so good like at the, the Eldritch horror part like the the knowledge of an old god buried oh, within a kind peacock of like that right as though you mm-hmm. could almost like yeah.
2: become a warlock yeah. of
1: the peacock I, we can walk and talk about this but um oh. i've been meaning to tell you speaking of old weird gods um when I was in the fog, um Henry didn't make it here, did he?
2: Uh no. He died before we left LA.
1: So there is a seventh presence.
2: The
4: sixth sense.
1: That, that spoke to that me. me. When you yelled Be- at the gods. Yeah. That's so strange. Maybe I Maybe Bertiver's an old god. Oh my god. Did it try to kill you immediately? No, it was actually they were all pretty nice. Even mm-hmm. even B was nice. Which is strange. In a weird way. It was was in a condescending way. Was Aaliyah nice? Yeah, I mean, she wasn't mean. Hmm. I have been mean. I think I am the reason that Nate woke up in Gideon. Well, I mean. I think I yelled at him so hard that I woke him up from whatever weird slumber he was in inside Gideon.
2: Well, you're also continuing to yell at him to wake him up from whatever weird shit's going on. So thank you for that part. The punching in the metaphorical man did seems to be working so i appreciate
1: that you're welcome he was acting like a little shit and like here's the thing i'm used to dealing with his sister being a little shit and Mm -hmm. like dear god i'm terrified of what she's done while we've been away because she wanted to go to the beach real bad but oh my god
2: she's gonna kill all of us
1: there were seven voices in the fog so um
2: i doubt it's beautiful but it's strange though henry in no way made it here i watched him die on the field
3: Jenny's taken out a small jar of Remainder cocktail from last night and poured it into their goblet and is <laughs> sipping
1: on that. Oh, beautiful it. Of splinters. It, it is something probably for us to bring up to the rest of God Squad at some point. I would
2: be careful mentioning it around Aaliyah. I will say that much. But probably.
1: Hopefully she is ruminating on what I had to say to her earlier today.
2: She's been through a lot. And I know we all have, but...
1: I think Eva's entire demeanor changes in that moment. And she looks where she thinks Braith is.
2: <laughs> Braith is behind her because she doesn't want to see that look. <laughs> she just like sneaks out of the way.
1: <laughs> and she says, you mean her husband died from unexpected ancillary violence and um, she was left to deal with her feelings about that? Is, is that what you mean by she's been through a lot?
2: I do mean that. And the other thing I mean is that one person's trauma does not invalidate another's. So please remember that while you're dealing with her. I'm sorry that you went through that. And I hope that we can find Henry in the same way that we found Callum. Maybe not the same way, because robot is hard, but robot, robot is, is hard. hard.
1: <laughs> robot hard. Water wet. Robot hard. And I think Eva says, I can understand that. What I have a hard time understanding is letting someone rot for 200 years because he refused to face a single feeling. I would have been okay if we had never found him. I am glad that we did.
2: It wasn't entirely Aaliyah's fault. She didn't say, don't look for Mallory. We tried. That's why there are caverns under the city. We were digging them to find her. We looked. We tried. We probably would have tried a little harder if I hadn't died in the middle of it. But Aaliyah didn't stop us. But I
1: understand where that's coming from as well. I hope that she thinks about what I had to say.
2: I hope she does too. Because I think we need to unfuck her from the book and let her deal with her trauma in a healthy way. But there's a lot.
1: I will try to have a little more empathy for her it is particularly hard because mm. i don't like somebody using it felt like an excuse and i know it isn't to her and i know it's very real to her but it felt like an excuse to keep punishing mallory
2: it is mallory has a lot of work to do on her own as well and i will try to be gentler with her but they both have a lot of work to do and mallory using her youth as an excuse
1: is equally challenging. So what I'm hearing is that we need to get all of you into group therapy. Okay, I can work with that. Alright, yes, we are here are trying
2: to take us to the moms? And That's she gives Eva funny. a quick hug around the shoulders. <laughs> like just a quick tight squeeze and then like sidles off to the side. Cause we're Gin- here, yay.
3: Gin- Ginny leaned against a wall swirling their cocktail and their goblet saying, I-, I was way too close to all of this feeling stuff for my <clears throat> taste. Do-, do-, do we need new magic? Is that... Ginny J- yes, gra- grabs in- Invisible Wraith and-, and squares her up and is like, okay, you remember how this one went last time, right? Yep.
2: Yep. Try not All to right, cough right, as hard. Brace this yourself. Time. All this right. time
3: we're doing some scene work.
2: Oh no. You bitch!
3: And they throw their drink in your face. And as it settles, you become invisible. <laughs> like A wet invisible,
2: yeah. Like, I, I scoot down an alley real quick to shake off so that there's not like distortion from the wet.
0: <laughs> so, Mary Constance says, Let's uh, let's go see what there is to see. And you guys leave sort of the area that you were in, and you find yourselves outside of a burned out uh warehouse in the assiduous district. Um, there's whatever passes for crime scene tape around here. Um, okay. and you see there's just duct tape wrapped around um, <laughs> so you guys find yourself in front of this building and outside you see two people you see uh, sort of like a young woman maybe in her like late late 20s um kind of thin freckled uh curly black hair um wearing a constable's uniform who is sort of looking around taking notes uh, and she's talking to a very large uh, orcish man with like salt and pepper black hair um, a a very neat beard Um, he also has a constable's uniform on but there's like um, you know how like as you as you like get up in the military or whatever you have like different bands on your arm that indicate that you're like a really important military person yeah
3: military Um, stuff
0: (laughs) yeah he's he's got like something on his on his uh, jacket that indicates like some some semblance of rank more duct tape
3: it's like different colored duct tape (laughs)
4: It's
0: He's got green duct tape <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, on his arm.
2: Um,
3: that's my boy Rojas, or my name's not Ginny Toffett.
2: Didn't you, you know <gasps> Rojas? We're like this. Wow. That's surprising that you'd be like this. Ginny turns cop.
3: dead to camera and says, Audience at home, I did my fingers intertwined like we're besties since you can't see this.
0: <laughs> Mary Constant stares at you and says, Why are you looking at me like that and saying that to me?
3: Because you're our audience right now.
0: All right you're a weird kid and she uh she kind of cocks her head and begins to lead you guys up to the crime scene and she sort of pulls aside whatever is there to sort of allow you guys to walk through and she has an air about her that uh, that indicates that she thinks you guys should be here so i need everyone to roll me a persuasion check and you all have advantage because mary constance is helping you
2: please and thank you does that include me uh, no. You, I need a stealth check from, uh-huh, with no, advantage, because you're invisible. Way better at the other one. <laughs>
0: 25.
2: 21. 21, 25. 6. <gasps> okay. S- 17.
0: Okay. uh, It was a group check, and everybody else did very well, Mike. So, uh, Orion, Orion, uh, maybe you could we'll cover for the fettle
3: bend this time (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) orion is just like hiding behind his sunglasses or his welder's goggles or whatever it is um that he is he is looking um shit
2: Mm -mm.
0: you all sort of make your way uh into the scene and uh the man that you all assume to be rojas uh this this very large sort of orcish guy um turns to look at all of you and kind of looks at mary constance and says is there a reason why you're bringing all of these people into my crime scene or we're
4: contractors. what <clears throat> you're contractors your contractors Contractors? yes we're-, we're contractors
0: okay can you go contract somewhere else well for, th- for
2: the this, task force this this for this. the red
1: doctor okay
2: we Sh- can resolve this in a second but can i be looking around actively while they're kind of talking to him just in case we get kicked out <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Again, we can resolve Um, later, but just a a side note.
0: Well, uh, he crit on his perception check. So Hmm. his response is, all right, the uh, invisible person, is that part of your task force too? What? Great. A ghost. This is, we're off to a great start here, folks. I am really at ease and really feeling good about letting you walk around my job right now. Well, of so course you not invisible. at ease, she hasn't told
2: you
3: to be at ease
0: yet.
2: So whoever's invisible, if you could not be invisible, that would be great. Can I break his, like, step inside the building so that, like, his sightline would be broken on me? Mm-hmm. Excellent. I would like to then face step to the other side of the burnt-out wall, so I'm in the alley, like, on the back side of where it is. Okay. I can't be caught at this fucking crime scene, kids. Yeah, <laughs> that was the shit. <laughs> yeah, cool, so that's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it so that if I flash into visibility while that spell is cast because I lose it as soon as I cast a spell. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know which end of (laughs) face step you would put that on. Like do I land and be visible or would I be visible right as I cast it?
0: It says it ends when you cast the spell. I'll give him another perception check to see if he can see it, but technically it it would it would drop as you cast face step, but Mm -hmm. you'd be gone so quickly, I don't know if it would
2: matter. I also intentionally stepped to break his line of sight.
0: Okay, he rolled a four. So that works. Uh, You're able to step out of his line of sight and then face step elsewhere. So invisibility is broken. And he just sort of stands there quietly with his finger up. Nothing. And he kind of looks around again like he's listening very hard.
4: What do your elven ears hear? (laughs) Orion doesn't actually say that.
0: He thinks it real hard. Um, Is that a friend of yours or is that somebody I need to be worried about? Somebody that I used to know. So, um... (laughs)
2: somebody somebody. <laughs> somebody!
4: So, uh, what, you want to give us a quick, uh, you want to give us a quick rundown on what's going on over here?
0: I'll go ahead and give that to Mary Constance. Thank you. I'll be here. Yeah. Yeah, you can, uh, you can. And he, he looks, he gives her a look like, really? She shrugs. Look, there. <laughs> We do our job. You do your job. I do a job that is similar to the job that you do. They're here to help. They have different skill sets than the ones that we have because we kind of need people with different skill sets. That's why it's like a special task force because we need things that aren't the normal way to catch someone who's not a normal person. You know, that, that was the idea by, behind creating it. So that's, that's kind, of the, it's kind of the point. So sorry if they don't exactly know protocol. He kind of sighs and rolls his eyes. Whatever, if you vouch for him, fine. So what we've got here, two bodies, not pretty. Uh, one's in pieces. I can tell what killed him. It's the other one I don't have an idea of. Before I go any further, how much how much have you all been able to figure out about the Red Doctor and what she does and how she operates?
4: That's confidential.
0: <laughs> okay, then you can leave my crime need, scene.
4: Need to know basis.
0: I need to know
4: you do not have the authority to give to take that information from us
0: then you don't have the authority to be here if you're not going to help and you can leave
4: but Mary Constance said we could be here
0: (sighs) I, I I did and you're gonna have to we gotta I mean if you're the task force for the red doctor and that's why you're here she's like visibly starting to sweat behind one ear um If you're the task force for the Red Doctor and, like, that's why you're here and that's why you're helping, then it would only make sense to divulge information about the Red Doctor, Orion.
1: We know that part of the way that she works is she can essentially, and Eva will tell the part about she can put a soul in a body, but it's not the right soul in the right body. Mm -hmm. So, but we don't know what effect that has essentially on the bodies after or what all she can make the bodies do because she was handled so quickly the couple of times we dealt with zambos
0: and he he nods and, yeah, i saw the zambos i didn't like them
1: yeah um, they were not good <laughs> so I zambos, that was dope they were they were um they were like super not chill those zambos were not tight as hell
0: um eva go ahead and give me a persuasion check um because you have not lied do i still have
1: my enhance ability, or do i
0: need to use my guidance if you would have liked to have re-upped it before now, you could. It's up to you if you want to take the spell slot or not.
1: I don't think so because i'm gonna I'm gonna bank on I have pretty good persuasion. That's um, uh, I'm gonna not re-up right this second. okay. that's fair. That's a twenty three. That's quite good.
0: Um, You see him like nodding as you tell the story. He seems to appreciate the way he gets this. You can tell that like he seems to think that you are a trustworthy person who's trying to give the information that she has. So he he nods and he says, so with the information without knowing if you can make an educated guess and your answer, I will understand that this is an educated guess. Could that soul thing cause someone to become incredibly violent,
1: shall we say? If they were directed, I think so. I mean, we... A dead old lady was able to restrain Jenny for a full minute. I mean, <laughs> Jenny's just mostly air,
4: yeah. though, right?
3: They don't know that.
1: How does one restrain the wind?
3: Like hot air.
1: Like also, how, how he also
0: technically, Jenny had the old lady restrain Aaliyah. Oh, I
1: got restrained like, later in the but graveyard. Was a, she was able to physically yeah. restrain a person that did not want to be restrained.
0: He, he, he nods. He goes, and, um... Okay, so that would track. Could it cause, do you think, damage to the person whose soul was uh, tampered with? Shall we say
1: that part? We don't know. That is one of the reasons. You know, that it would be very helpful for us to be able to take a look at this crime scene. We don't know the effect it has on the soul of the departed.
3: Or the deanimated tissue, if we're being scientific about it.
1: But that is one of the reasons when we heard that um, there was a crime scene that might have magic that at least somewhat mimicked, or signatures that might have mimicked what we uh, have heard about, we felt like it was important for us to come and take a look.
0: I hope you'll forgive my skepticism. It's part of my job. I have to ask a lot of questions and be distrustful of the people that come, especially people who come saying they want to help so if you would like to take a look i will allow that especially with mary constance here to vouch for you i will need to be in the room with you and i cannot let you touch anything
1: if there is something that we feel it is critically important to touch to get information if we let you know and we talk to you about it first and we clear it can we have a conversation at that point is it
3: toddler rules or stripper rules (laughs)
0: i i hate how well that describes this and i'm not going i uh, i'm not gonna answer that question because it makes me feel weird i'm gonna be honest that makes me feel weird to answer that question so we won't do that uh we can have a conversation at the time and i
1: make no promises about what my answer will be that that is fine i'm just that's taught the rules in the course of investigation there could come a point where one of us deems it badly important to use resources that require touch
0: we'll we'll see Um, probably should have done this already my name is Edwin Rojas, I'm one of the more senior constables here Uh, over there we have Evie Finch she's assisting me on this scene and um, she uh, will also be here to help as much as she can but I would ask that you deal with me if you have anything that need so while all this is going on braith are you doing anything in particular b Uh. whichever you are (laughs) whichever you are at the moment um so you said this was like a a burnt out building right even without doing any sort of a perception or investigation check from the outside it is a,
2: a dilapidated old warehouse that doesn't look like it's in use okay from the the alley that i booped to is there like a window that would allow vision in I will say all all of the windows in this building are either boarded up or smashed in.
0: So if you would like to try to find one that has been smashed in, you can. You could potentially be making noise walking on broken glass to get there.
2: Mm, okay. Um, you can still try. It would be another stealth check. Here, Okay, so here are the two things I'm going to do real quick. First, I want to use my Divine Sense again. Um, that's okay. a 60-foot radius. Let's me know if okay. there's any owl and shit happening. Um, within 60 feet of where I am, is anything ping
0: in, in the alley that you are in? Maybe you, total cover. Essentially. Yeah. You are not going to be able to get anything where you are right now. There's no people around you that, cause if a building is in front of someone, that's total cover. Then she's
2: going to have a quick, quiet mental argument with her brain ghosts. Uh-huh. Um, she's going to give control to Brenna. Okay. Brenna is way more useful in this fucking situation and has far better stealth. I'm going to try to sneak and find a fucking window so I can see back in and like find, like find get visual on somebody in the party.
0: Okay. Um, give me a stealth check.
2: Ooh, uh, 23. Okay. You are able to
0: daintily peck your way <laughs> through a field of broken glass to make it to a window that, once you get past that, you are able to look through silently. And you can get sort of a straight shot through the building. Um, the other window that you can see-through has like a board over it but there is a slit um not like a slit but like you can see through the boards uh and i will say that that'll let you see pretty much pretty much straight through into the front yard everyone is kind of grouped
2: up near rojas so you would probably be able to see at least part of everyone in your party okay cool i'm gonna uh do telepathic speech with Eva. okay so that didn't go quite according to plan But we have free reign to talk back and forth, at least for a little while.
1: Eddie. (laughs) Well, you
2: don't have to be so excited about it. I thought we made great strides in our friendship the other night. When you (laughs) (laughs) cried. When you cried about your bird, (laughs) like a little bitch,
1: I dealt with Birdiefer in a way befitting of our the steps that we have made in our friendship.
2: Oh, and I agree, you were quite respectful, and the fact that he responded to you in such a (sighs) way—don't stay gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) Oh no, we spoke him into (laughs) being. All that to say, I'm on the other side of the building in the uh, incredibly dirty and glass filled alley. So you're welcome. Um, But if you need any different perspective from the other side of things, there are certain things I could do to perhaps enhance your investigation. Certain um, uh, minor illusions or hands to grab things from behind those illusions if we need to take something out of the building. Just, you know, say the word.
1: Extra hands would be good.
2: Thought it might be. Jenny has hands.
3: I thought Eva had enough hands.
0: Eva's hands are completely full at this They're point. Full she only she had two.
2: Full I only
1: had the two. Um. I, I, I heard that
2: both <laughs> of your hands are now full. So if you need additional ones, <laughs> mine are quite free.
1: I'm um, so sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. You guys do have this telepathic link. Paige, how long does the telepathic bond last? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Okay, so you have eight minutes with which to speak back and forth freely with Eva. All that being said, uh, is there anything else anybody wants to do? Rojas seems prepared to accompany you guys into the building to view the crime scene.
4: I'm ready to start looking at the crime scene. I'm ready to fuck shit up. He he
0: uh, he actually calls over, uh, "Hey, uh, Evie, can you come here?" And like she comes over and and they chat for a second, and she nods and she like reaches into a backpack and pulls out basically like a bag of of like essentially throwaway gloves and like holds them out to all of you, like she's gesturing for you guys to put gloves on.
3: Safety is important. Jenny puts on a glove. Can
1: I take a close look at her face? Yeah, if you want to. Like, there aren't, for instance, like acid burns on it or anything.
0: Uh, Make an investigation check. Not
1: good at that. Can I guide myself? You can. Nat 20. Woo! (laughs) There are no acid burns. But as
0: as you are, like, studying her face, you can't help but think that her eyes look familiar somehow
1: hey shapeshifter
0: no 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 no! it's not like the creepy black eyes it's just you you feel like you feel like these eyes it's it's like a kind of like really like warm like honey kind of like hazel eyes and she she notices like you're kind of staring at her and she's like can i can i help you sorry
3: Sorry she thought you were someone with acid on your face
1: sorry you have you have beautiful eyes oh thank you Um, you
3: are spoken for
1: i can still say those things about people
3: if you say so jenny mimes locking their lips
0: she's blushing violently she's like it's i guess it's like the only thing i got from my dad i got my hair my mom's hair and my dad's eyes and i I guess i don't really anyway thank you (laughs) do you need another glove or i'm i'm good you're good okay
3: i'll take one other one yeah
0: okay and she's, she's kind of, like, looking at you, like, with this little smile on her face. <laughs> Oops.
2: Well done. <laughs> uh, that was impressive. You didn't even try. This
1: happens more often than I would like to
2: admit. You need far more than two hands. We can work on that.
0: Uh, and it's like a couple of, you, you hear, like, Rojas kind of clear his throat and Evie kind of blinks and takes the bag of gloves and goes to Orion and, like, hands-in gloves as well. Uh, and she kind of, like, surreptitiously sort of looks over her shoulder at you and, like, just sort of keeps blushing. It doesn't say anything.
1: But the, the eyes are familiar?
0: The eyes look familiar. Okay. I don't know if you can quite put your finger on it. Even with a nat 20, I don't know if you can quite put your finger on it right now, but they look familiar.
3: That was pretty good for a for an investigation for acid burns though.
0: Evie finishes handing out gloves and Rojas and and says, All right, once again, please do not touch anything unless we discuss it beforehand, but follow me. I will show you what, uh, what we've got. And Mary Constance sort of finishes putting on her gloves and makes a face and goes, god I fucking hate this part of the job so I am a guard I don't have to deal with this shit okay let's go um, and she sort of brings up the rear as Rojas leads you guys into the warehouse and as I you walk in so- <laughs> yo. <Hey-o. laughs> That's later. As as he leads you guys inside, you realize this uh, this warehouse has not been used in years and years and years. You can see the the ceilings are very very high ceilings, like you might expect from a giant open warehouse. Um, what you can see of them is absolutely riddled with cobwebs. Uh, there are very few lights in here. Um, there are old boxes that are seem to be mostly empty, like ripped open, like just a sort of empty cardboard boxes and crates. It looks like at some point this was used for storage, but everything that was stored in it is no longer there and just the empty boxes are left and you see sort of in the center of the room an empty chair that seems to be covered in blood at the bottom of that chair are ropes and there are two figures lying on the floor both of which are covered in black sheets
3: another sex thing gone wrong (laughs) you hate to see it
0: (laughs) you know i uh, wasn't ruling that out at first, but um you know, I'm it not here to, depend, to go
1: really wrong.
0: I'm not here to harsh anybody's mellow, but you gotta be in some weird stuff to let somebody cut bits off of you.
1: Eva's gonna telepathically say to Brenna, didn't we get a vision of Evan torturing that news reporter guy? Oh, it was
2: very bad. And I have a feeling from what he's saying that it um ended poorly, for dear old Conrad.
1: Can we tell what size bodies? Are under the black sheets.
0: One appears to be sort of a solid, like medium-sized humanoid. The other is very, very large.
1: That's what, and she's saying this telepathically to Brenna. I, I might need Braith's Allen shit on the uh, large body. Ugh,
2: but it's such a pain to flip back and forth. Fine.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> look. It's this whole like, I, I just know, got here. I more um, like I have an ass for like a whole Mary minute. Cos- I I can at hold on. Oh, fine, no, hold, fine, fine. No, you fine, don't have fine. to wait. No, before you before you train, let me ask Mary Constance to so see if she can do anything. So you don't have to. It's
2: just annoying. I'm stuck in that all the time. You guys
1: like her so much better, so she's always the one who gets to be out. I I'm not saying go away right now. I'm you saying picked
3: I, the wrong person to telepathic link with.
1: I am trying to give you an opportunity to be out. Let me go talk to Mary Constance. Fine.
3: Jenny's gonna start searching the track.
1: We'll sidle up to Mary Constance and um, that really large body. Does it have any kind of the same signature that Louise might have?
0: She she nods and she kind of you know you see sort of like this this sort of a uh, uh, gentle sort of white light come from her hand as she like sort of passes it over the body. Um, I don't think a sheet is covered. Uh, <laughs> Mary Constance. She's she's speaking very quietly to you. So nothing on that body, nothing on the other body. And just because just now I'm paranoid, I need to let you know this, it's not necessarily weird because a lot of the higher-ranking constables have shit on them that keeps you from doing this type of magic on them. But I get nothing from Rojas. Not like a yes, not like a no, but... Not
5: Rojas. Like a
0: void. So, like, that, there you, I'd get the same thing if I did it on Caspian. So it might... It just means we can't know right now.
1: Eva will um, relay to Brenna, good news, you can stay out. Mary Constance was able to do the thing. Real good. And she will relay what Mary Constance said.
4: Constable Rojas, um, for the sake of full
3: investigation, could we maybe remove the sheets?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, was
3: going to ask to see the bodies after I was done with this trash, yeah. Uh
0: as you're going through the trash, Jenny, it it truly is at this point just trash, but you do You
4: see a half-eaten sandwich and it
3: looks pretty good. I rolled a 15 plus 1, so
0: On a on a 16, you you find some things that indicate that someone was staying here. Like you find um like food containers maybe that are not nearly as old as as you know the rest of the building might be a squatter
3: situation
0: yeah you can tell that you are dealing with a squatter situation but with with a 16 you won't be able to like carbon date how long someone's been here and look and kind of as as rojas sees you doing that he says we we kind of looked over there already but please don't touch the trash it's just trash but like please don't touch anything we just talked about this even the new trash? Nothing sort of in this area, just don't put your hands on things without telling me that you would like to put your hand on a thing, okay?
3: Okay. Alright. As Jenny stands up and turns around, uh, Invisible Mage Hand's gonna pick up and pocket one of the newer pieces of trash for me.
0: Okay. Like a, like a, one of the food containers or whatever? Yeah. Let me see if he notices anything. That's a critical failure, so no, he does not see. Uh, he is already turning back to answer Orion's question, you were able to pocket a piece of trash. So, uh, Rojas turns to you, Orion, and he nods and says, Yeah, I was- I was gonna do that. I do want to warn you. Does anybody here have a weak stomach? Mm. All right.
3: Dairy doesn't super agree with me.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, and he, um, goes to the smaller body, the one that's more medium-sized, and pulls the sheet off, and he reveals, um, a man that none of- that no one in this room recognizes. Uh... (laughs) like a like a, a medium skin tone uh sort of solidly built man in his late twenties with like a little black goatee and shaggy black hair, but you notice he's uh wearing basically just like baggy pants and no shirt. there are like crisscross slashes across his chest. you notice several of his fingers are missing, one of his ears is gone, one of his eyes is gone,
3: yeah, this is red doctor work for sure. <laughs>
0: Um, if anyone would like to give me an investigation check, you may.
3: I would. Sure. I rolled a nat 20 plus one.
0: Damn, okay. I rolled an 11. Beautiful.
3: Um, I got a 17.
0: Fantastic. Um, Aoife, you're a little grossed out, uh, and so you're like, yep, that's a dead guy. That's all I really need to know. Um, Orion and Ginny, you are able to tell that like all, all of these wounds would not be enough to necessarily kill him. You You notice that, like... He's basically covered in dried blood, so it was a little bit difficult to see this at first, but his throat has also been slit. Um, It was difficult to see at first from the blood sort of running from every other little bit of him. Um, But that was the killing wound, was his throat was cut. Everyone satisfied with what we've got going on here?
3: Ginny puts on some sunglasses slowly while saying, looks like this is a case of crisscross applesauce. Mm.
0: Why are you like this? <laughs> Who are you?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's never been determined. A uh, common urban legend is that I come from beyond the fog, but uh, we, we have no conclusive evidence one way or the other. If anybody wants to do anything right now, I, I am engaging in yeah, rhetoric. I think
1: Aoife is going to telepathically to. We're gonna be like, this might be a good time. I'm going to cast some Detect Magic and uh, walk around. If you could maybe contribute to Jenny's distraction, I'm trying to get a sense on Rojas. Anything
3: I could just, like, knock over or throw across the room telepathically behind him?
0: Uh, there, there's, like, uh, empty pallets and stuff, so, I mean, yeah, you could grab, like, a piece of wood, a piece of cardboard, some trash. Like, there's plenty of things that you could grab with Mage Hand that would be light enough for that to throw.
3: Oh, I'm not talking about Mage Hand. Oh, okay. And I think I know what I am doing. Okay. I'm going to telepathically fling one of the bodies five feet. Which body? Can I get a description on the other one? Did you give us both descriptions?
0: The sheet has not been removed from the big one yet.
3: The big one.
0: You just want to fling it five feet. Are you flinging it, it... at Rojas? Or are you just moving it? What What are you... Is this just a distraction? What is What is the goal here? The,
3: the idea at the moment is mostly a distraction move, so... It doesn't help that I'm picturing ragdoll physics in my head, so it's kind of hilarious that I'm in my in my brain right now. I'm, like, picturing just, like, cartwheeling the thing over behind him somehow. I, I want to get him to turn around while he's arguing with me.
0: Make an arcana check. It's going to happen, but it's just a question of how distracting it's going to be. Make an arcana check for me.
1: Arcana. Okay. If I have telepathically asked Bray, uh Brenna to help with the distraction, mm-hmm. can Jenny get advantage? I have a the shenanigan
0: help to help <laughs> what Hello. before you tell me what your role, Brenna, you got that message
2: mm-hmm.
0: you uh you can see into the building from where yeah. you are so you can see where they have moved. you can see all of this happening
2: what what shenanigan would you like to do to assist well here's my question because we never really talked to the body (laughs) Mm -hmm. we never really talked about how broken telepathic speech is because it's just a bonus Mm -hmm. action that's all it is Mm -hmm. so using a bonus action could i flip to Ginny as soon as i get this information
0: is it just the one creature that you can do
2: yeah i'm not sure and you can rule rule it however you want to but it's one of those like if i pick someone for eight minutes and we're sitting there going well still talking to you Need uh, you know what i mean like i will say
0: um just like anytime you want to do a spell that might not exactly be the way the speller feature is intended give me an arcana check dc okay. 15. that's a 15. <laughs> okay you are able to as a bonus action switch your telepathy to Ginny. awesome i like that
2: so sorry i didn't pick you first i couldn't see you directly enough and you would have been my first choice otherwise but i hear there's shenanigans afoot how can i help
3: you don't have to lie to me. Oh,
2: but you, you know you're my favorite? That's not a lie. You know that's true.
3: I don't think that means you like me, but we'll go from there. As
2: soon as you get me I guess t- it's just the closest? As soon as you get me an extremely attractive body, we can have brunchies and everything. It's going to be great. In the meantime-
3: I'm gonna hold you to that everything, but I am trying to throw a body as a distraction.
2: Oh, throw it towards- A large me. one. Throw it towards me. I have an idea.
3: Okay, then I'm gonna throw it towards her.
2: I'll say you can you can let Jenny know approximately where you are.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, so you you heave the body. Oh, five.
3: I can feel her.
0: So you <laughs> we sense so each you other. Be, so what did you? This is an entirely different shenanigan. So this is not going to give you advantage. So what did you roll on that arcana check? On
3: that arcana, I rolled a seventeen, Ooh, which okay. is plus one with my jack of all trades nonsense.
0: Okay um the body does sort of ragdoll flop five feet towards the window um Braith you see this giant body uh Brenna excuse me you see this giant body flopping towards you five
2: feet what do you do (laughs) I want to I want to um cast gaseous form on the body no on me and I want to I want to puppet I want to meet puppet the body so it looks like Aaliyah (laughs) is bringing it back to life like a zombie (laughs) <laughs> I was going to blame the red doctor for the moving! Same brain, same brain. We were thinking the same thing. This is going to be horrifying and I'm so excited.
0: Okay, you cast gaseous form on yourself. You become, can you manipulate matter like that in a, as a gas?
2: Boy, I probably should have read this
1: spell first,
2: shouldn't I have? I mean, I can. <laughs>
1: can you just make the body fart?
2: Ah, oh, fuck, no. it can't talk or manipulate objects so you didn't waste a spell i will say you still contribute to this because you've cast the spell
0: so Mm -hmm. let's use it if you want to whoosh past him as a gaseous form it will look like he got hit by a car mid-air and just slapped back (laughs) for the other way um so i'll take it (laughs) it's not as good as i wanted but i'll take it i will ask either Brenna and Ginny can both roll deception checks and have it be like a group thing or one of you can aid the other
2: and give them advantage. Go for it. This was your shenanigan to begin with and I didn't read my spell. (laughs) You have
0: advantage. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh,
3: Let's bring out the Ginny die for this one. Ooh, the Ginny die hurt me. Mm -mm. (laughs) I got a 17. Total? (laughs) Yes. Oh. I can also mingle with the wind to levitate the body still. I
1: can also throw guidance in there.
3: Because once we once we learned that Meat Puppet wasn't going to work, I've already <laughs> decided that's my next move is to levitate the body.
0: If you, would you like to levitate the body? Before knowing you're yeah. old. Okay. So the body is just sort of hanging midair.
3: And rising.
0: You guys watch as immediately, like whip fast. You watch Rojas reach for a sword at his belt. Whip it out and slash twice at the body.
3: Oh, you see, that's why we're here. This is red doctor written all over it.
0: He he didn't he didn't roll great, so he ends up just sort of slicing through the sheet. Um but he he sort of looks to the to the group of you with You can tell there's fear there, but it is mostly determination. Does she have to be close to do this? Evie! <laughs> And a few a few seconds later, you hear footsteps as as uh, Evie runs into the room. Kit, did you see anything outside? Uh, no, I, I did. I was still in the front. Will you go do a perimeter walk, please? Yeah, of course. And she turns and runs out the door.
1: I would like to cast detect magic. Okay. On Rojas while he's very distracted. Okay. What's up on Rojas?
0: You get from Rojas pretty much all of the magic that you would anticipate. From someone with like a a paladin leaning, um like he's got a magic weapon, and there are some like bits and bobs on his person that are magical, but you don't sense any anything strange. You don't sense anything that you don't recognize.
1: I will relay that to Mary Constance, and then I'm gonna go out after Evie. Okay, you go out after Evie. Hey,
0: hey, hey, Evie! She uh, she
1: uh, stops and whips around. Oh, I've got to go. I'm so sorry. Uh, Safety in numbers. Let me, if the red doctor is about, I would feel better if we went together.
0: Uh, persuasion check with advantage.
2: <laughs> because it's a good plan, not because of that.
1: <laughs> it's a good plan that's bolstered that. by the fact that she has the hots for Aoife. That is a 19. She she looks like a little uncomfortable with
5: the idea. I really hate to, I, I I know you're on a task force, but that's very different than,
0: you're right though. Yes. Okay. Um. Follow me. And uh, she starts to run around the side of the building where you know Brenna is. I'm in, I'm,
1: she's in Gash's Farm. Oh, yeah,
0: you're in Gash's Farm. Um, so she starts to run around the other farm. <laughs> <part. laughs> That's
2: like gas building.
1: Good, <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, even as she runs around where she knows Brenna was, Some- somebody farted in this alley. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even like hold it to you. did somebody fart in this alley? <laughs> Uh, she, she pauses and she goes, I
5: don't, I mean, is that-
2: The mist swirls a little angrily for just a second.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what, you know, like that sulfur smell, like if
0: she teleports, um, your detect magic is still up?
1: Mhm.
0: You get an owl and ping from Evie.
2: Ooh, she's one of Constantine's fucking kids. Uh huh. She's one of Constantine's fucking kids.
3: There, but for the mm-hmm. grace of God.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you're on the lookout for this? And what you essentially get is just the essence of her is a magic that isn't definable by anything you understand. Um, so you don't, you don't know for a fact, but as much as everyone has talked about this and as much as it's been, I'm, I'm gonna give it to you without a roll. Like this is what you were specifically looking for with the casting of this spell. You see something that you can't readily identify.
1: Once we complete our perimeter run and just talk about hearts, I think Ipah is going to... Okay, um, well, I I didn't see anything.
5: No, I didn't either. And I'm wondering if that weird smell was like, what if that just smells like... What if that's what it smells like when she teleports away? Because, you know, people can teleport, so maybe that's what it was.
1: And and she, she did that during... That festival we didn't get to have. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, she did teleport away. That must be it. Damn. All right. Well, thank you. Are you okay? Just, oh. I mean, just upset about. You yeah, seem I just very, I'm... very stressed, and I know there's a.
5: Yes, there's a lot going on. I'm not really. Um, we don't get a lot of murders necessarily, and then there's two in there, and there's just like two more murders than I've really dealt with of my career. So, and you know, um, Cat this, I call him Captain Rojas. Um, Captain Rojas is uh. He's, he's a bit of a hard ass and like I really, really want to impress him.
1: How long have you been a constable?
5: Me? Oh, um, uh, like maybe six years. Um, but I started off on desk duty and I haven't been like in the field for very long. So this is all kind of new to me. Um, I've only been out here maybe like a year and a half, maybe. Um, I haven't really done much. This is the most interesting thing that's happened so far and I, thought I wanted interesting, but not this.
1: There are a lot of options out there in the city.
5: Oh yeah, no, no. I just, I, I like this job. I do for the most part. Um, I know it's not perfect, but uh, you know, it's just something I want to try. And you mm-hmm. know, I, I feel like, I feel like as a whole, maybe constables could do better than they do, and mm-hmm. I can't really make that happen from the outside. So I thought maybe I can be like a voice for change. I don't know. It's stupid, but I feel like I gotta try.
3: Do we have a fourth break? I was to like, say
5: It
2: takes a long drag off of a cigarette <laughs> in the
1: brain. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know, there are some voices for change. I think, you know, there could be some real partnerships that could be formed, and she is just gonna, like, handy be a card for mutual aid.
0: She kind of takes it and, and looks at it like she's a little bit confused. Um, you don't get the sense that she knew anything about you or your group or anything that you have done. It's like she's hearing about this for the first time.
1: There are some organizations that you know are working to make a difference. And there is a lot of mistrust of the constables out there. And it could go a long way for there to maybe be some support on both sides.
5: Uh, yeah, that sounds really neat. Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. She kind of like tucks it into a pocket. Oh, I'm going to look into that. Thank you. I really
1: mean it. Um, okay. Let's get back inside. <sighs> yeah, let's go take a look at what's going on inside.
3: Inside, Ginny telepaths to Brenny. So I need you to keep an eye on uh, on Homeboy here and see if he does anything while I do my, my next bit of this whole act. And Ginny pulls their, uh, their hand crossbow on the levitated corpse and says... To Rojas, you need to step back behind me. I know how to deal with this. Just get off to the side. And then turns and starts just reciting lyrics to Do Crimes' one pro-authority song that was written very tongue-in-cheek and, you know, sarcastically, mm-hmm. but in owlin. Okay. And just like crescendoing, crescendoing, crescendoing. And then during the like big build, build to the key change, I just go into a full scream and telekinetically hit the, uh, the levitated corpse five feet toward me while dropping my levitate on it. So it's gonna come at me and then hit the ground.
0: So you're trying to make it look like this corpse, like, jumped for you and then hit a wall or something and then hit the ground. Because of, yeah. Okay, make a deception check for me.
3: Is, okay, so that's a 19. And, like, I'm get. I- I'm giving it all of Gandalf versus the Balrog by Sure, And
2: I'm fully paying attention to doohickey.
0: Brenna, what you see is this this man doesn't seem to back down. When you say get behind me, he doesn't move. He leaves his sword drawn and the second the corpse starts to move, he reaches out for another slash at it. Whether he hits Ooh. it or not doesn't really matter, but like he... he is still trying to fight against this thing. And as it hits a wall, quote unquote, and drops to the ground, he immediately takes his sword and like stabs it through and just sort of leaves the sword there for several long seconds. Like he's waiting to see if it's going to try and get back up.
2: Was there any reaction to the outline?
0: He he does not appear to have any any reaction to the outline. I'll tell you that without a check.
3: If he starts to pull the sword back out, still panting, Ginny's going to reach and stop him and say no. Leave it at least 15. And he
0: nods. He takes you very seriously. And he just leaves the sword in there and sort of leans on it and turns to look at you all kind of breathing heavily. Orion, are you doing anything for all this?
4: My intent was to investigate the big body next.
0: Yeah, he, he uh, uh, Rojas kind of stands there with the sword stabbed through the body and, and uh, kind of breathes heavily and says, this uh, tells me a lot. He pulls back just the the top of the sheet, like where the head is. None of you recognize this person, uh, but you see a Goliath. His eyes are completely gone. He got franked. There was like a clear like trauma removal of an eye on the other body. These are like almost they melted. And you can see sort of blood and black icker dripping down his face. And you can see that same icker dripping down his ears and dripping from his mouth and dripping from his nose. I'm not super surprised that that's the one that got back up. I know what killed that guy. This, I don't know. But if what you say is true about trying to put souls in bodies where they don't belong, it certainly looks to me like that could have ruptured his brain, drove him crazy, and it might still be trying to possess him now after death.
1: That's my theory. That's not a bad theory. If, uh, um I think just kind of like, does that like eye thing with Mary Constance of does this what Frank look like?
0: And she nods a little bit. Rojas looks kind of a- across all of your faces one by one. Does this match what you know the Red Doctor to do? This this possession, this... And how far are you along? And he kind of pauses and he looks at you, Orion. You're supposed to be the leader of this this thing, right? I saw the paperwork. You're supposed to lead this? How far along are you figuring out what to do about her?
4: Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I would consider it the leader necessarily. But I can honestly say this is not anything that we would have seen before.
0: Is it still related to the Red Doctor, do you think? Or is this an entirely different situation?
3: It's hard to tell without having seen previously. I'll tell you this. If it's not the Red Doctor, then I put even money on it being someone that the Red Doctor herself is afraid of.
0: I have no way to conjecture who that might be. And...
3: <sighs> I know, it was It was more of a, a, an intensity gauge than, like... Uh, a pointing to a person, because we, we also haven't found her ourselves. We If we could see through the fog, you know, that'd solve all our problems, but- Sure,
0: I'm sure a lot of people could do a lot if we could see through the fog, but we can't. I have no choice but to believe, especially with what Caspian told me, I have no choice but to believe that this is the work of the Red Doctor. And I'm open to being told differently. But that is what I see, and that is what I'm going to operate on, unless somebody in this room can tell me differently. I defer to your expertise as the task force assigned to her. But, sounds like I'm on the right track.
1: It would certainly be her or something similar to her power level. If it's not the right track, it's at least going the
3: same direction.
5: And Evie pipes up. There was a weird smell in the alleyway, and I think maybe she might have teleported to it and they said that that's what she did at the, the, the big festival, so... It all seems she did do that after work. she
3: fell out of a tree.
5: She did fall out of a tree, didn't she? <laughs> but if she teleported it away and left, like that's that's the 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 you know what's left after she leaves. It, it sounds like maybe that's what's going on to me too. I agree with you. Is what I'm saying, sir.
3: Telepathically, Jenny says, "Great, someone else I can't fart in front of."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he nods. Um, he's, all right, I'm gonna um. I'm going to make my report, uh, I'm going to put that diary into evidence, I'm going to put what we have here into evidence, and I will give you all copies of the report, it's not going to be anything you haven't already heard here today, but hopefully it can help you. I understand why you needed to be here, it's still not my favorite thing, and let's try not to make a habit of this, okay?
3: Jenny kneels down, puts a hand on the big corpse's chest, and says an owl and- I'm so sorry you became a pawn in all of this.
0: Please don't touch the body.
3: And then pats them on the chest and says, you're good to pull the sword now.
0: He sighs and pulls his sword out and like starts to to clean like sticky black ichor off of his blade. And he makes like a terrible face. Um, Evie looks a little green. If there's nothing else, um, I think we can go ahead and get this cleaned up if you all want to be on your way.
1: I think I have seen what I need to see. Orion, I would defer to you.
4: I don't think I'm going to be able to glean anything else from this. Well,
3: I'm about out of spell slots.
0: Brenna, anything you're going to do as a gas bubble? Not at
2: present.
0: <laughs> um, so at that, uh, Mary Constance nods at Rojas, nods at Evie, and sort of gestures the rest of you out of the warehouse and begins to walk you all back down the street. And she kind of says over her shoulder to all of you as
1: a group, where are we going? Not it. I hate to say it, but fucking Constantine might be... That might be the best place to go. Ew. Yeah, no. I hate that. But we can if we need to stash Brenna, we can. And um he should probably know that his kid's a cop.
0: Um, so you guys are are pulled further away. Or to the lab. Mary Mary Constance sort of says, uh, very quietly, if we want to talk about stuff and not be overheard, Orion, oh, can we use your lab? That might be better to at least start with. Also, that guy creeps me out, so
3: the lab has comfier armchairs and no Constantine. You're we all welcome at the lab, of course.
0: Thank you. Uh, maybe let's try that out. Uh, so
2: you all make your way
0: to... Make your way? You all make your way to Orion's lab, uh... Brennan,
2: do you stay gas? No, because I only have 10 feet of movement, so. I was gonna say, (laughs) that's. No, uh, there's a later shenanigan I might do that involves it now that I remembered I had that spell prepared. (laughs) Very good. Um, I was gonna have someone put me in a jar and carry me up the mountain. That's why I had it. So I wouldn't have to
0: work. (laughs) Put me in a jar and and carry me up the mountain. I
2: don't want to do this. This is hard. She was, take my fart jar up the mountain. <laughs> I don't smell as soon as she's out of gas. She's like, what do you mean there was a strange smell in that alley? Absolutely not. In no way was there a strange smell in that alley. Yeah,
1: of course there wasn't. But you? But what does Evie believe now?
2: <sighs> that you farted?
1: <laughs> I have to say, there's part of me that sees why
2: she's attracted to you. Hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Evie just like kind of smugly like. I'm just saying, if you you know got a little less condescending, I could potentially have a third hand.
2: I
0: already have three. <laughs> Mary Constance
1: goes what? <laughs> Brett <Brenda> goes what? <laughs> uh, poor um, Bennett still has one hand, <laughs> uh,
0: and he needs it for what he needs it for. Um, so you guys make you guys make your way to uh, Orion's lab. Um, Orion, as you as you open the door you hear a very excited rattling sound as Dottie rolls up to the door and prints out, Yay! You're back, yay! And paper begins to gather uh, in large loops on your floor as <laughs> she continues to print, yay. Um, you don't know if at some point this paper is going to need to be like replaced. It seems to be kind of um, unlimited, so that's interesting.
4: I'll worry about it when I get there.
1: <laughs> oh, Orion, can I send a message to uh, Constantine?
4: The one on the left. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Uh, she's gonna just write a message that says it's Aoife I'm pretty sure I met your fucking kid today she's a cop you should maybe fix that
3: (laughs) kill your child
1: (laughs) sends a message through the tube
0: you, you get back a little, a couple of minutes later, just a really bad sketch
2: of a middle finger and that's it. <laughs> Looks just enough like a dick, but it could be either.
0: <laughs> it could be either, but like you didn't have to draw the fingernail like that, <laughs> but you did.
1: He sent me a dick pic.
0: So Mary Constance turns to look at all of you and she's still like sweating visibly. Cool. So I, that's the closest I've ever come to like, you know, lying to the people that I work with, uh, might've crossed the line a little bit there. Don't feel good about it
2: we are sending them down the wrong track
4: yeah i'm not really sure why we did that necessarily
2: i don't see what the harm in it is she's in the fog they're not going to find her and
3: he's not an owlin
0: I,
2: I i get that i just it just it just doesn't feel
0: right because they are in this case trying to help
1: and if they help well enough they will face up against a strike team that could kill any of us at any second and it is better that we do not put them in that line of fire yeah, because then I don't get to fight them. Caspian would die.
0: Yeah, I I know. I know. I just don't. It just, it, this does not sit right with me. I get that we're trying to do it for a good reason. It just doesn't sit right with me. Well, we can me. also tell under the truth about
2: how the two in the warehouse died. There was some big creature that was living under the city and doing all kinds of bad things with cards and being hidden behind walls. And then we went down there and we killed him real good and now there's a teenager instead. But how well do you think that would go? All right. Yes, it sounds- We told the sounds.
3: The one about
0: her mom was mm -hmm, more believable. mm -hmm. It sounds crazy. I get it. Yes.
1: And Aoife will come and hug Mary Constance? I know that this goes against a lot of what you believe. I don't like the constables, and I don't think that they are good at their jobs. Rojas, I'm coming around on. I also don't want any of them to die, and they are bad enough at their jobs that they absolutely will, Rojas included.
0: Yeah, uh, some of them are competent, but when you're fighting an enemy that you can't see, competency doesn't always help. So, I mean, what's the next step? Like, Louise is one of them? Louise Weddle? Weird little Louise? Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna take her body. You're gonna take her body? Oh, I
2: love that idea! But you probably shouldn't have said it in front of the cop. That's one more thing we're gonna have to erase in a minute. What the fuck? You're gonna take her body? She's one of the bad guys. And I need one. I can't stay in this thing forever. Look at it. It's half metal and it has not asked for days. And it, well, Why are you upset about the Aspartame's? Because thing. so I can't fit into my pretty dresses that they have made for me. You
1: should get better pretty dresses. Get okay, ones that, are, that stretch, they accommodate a changing ass.
2: We need to talk more later. I'm
0: getting to a point where I'm not going to be able to help you guys anymore. I am going to be a liability. Not because I don't want to. Not because I don't think you're trying to do good things. Because I am going to be a liability.
2: Well, do you still want your memories wiped? We can take you back and do that part. And then let you go along your way. Mm.
0: I don't know. I'll I'll think about it. There's too many
3: people in this room who want to have their cake and eat it too.
0: For now, maybe just, if there's something you really, really need me for, I'm going to trust your judgment. But maybe just don't tell me anything else for now. I'm having a hard time. So I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I don't need to know anything else. If you're going to be stealing bodies, it's not a thing I need to know.
3: More refurbishing than stealing. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that makes it that, you know what? When you put it that way, I take it all back. It makes perfect sense.
1: Are you breaking up with me? Of course not.
0: No, 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 I think, no, no, she, no. I think she's I leaving the
1: work team.
0: I just can't lie to, I just can't lie to the people that I work with. No, I want, I am doing this because I want to keep that part of my life. I worked very hard to get that part of my life. And that is more important to me than uh anything else, so. If this is what I have to do to keep that, and for now I think it is, I can't be a part of this anymore. And she kind of like gestures vaguely, I've, I've done what I can for you, I think, from like a professional standpoint. If you have like real evidence against these people that I can take and run with, give it to me the, the second you have it. But if you need to get it in sneaky ways, or if you need to take matters into your own hands, the less I know about that, the safer you all are.
1: No one would believe us even if we did have evidence.
0: I know. I just keep thinking about if someone does magic to make me tell the truth, I have to tell them what I know if they ask it. And I don't want to incriminate people that I truly believe are trying to do good. And she kind of looks at you, Brenna. You, I'm really not sure if that's what you're trying to do, but you are along for the ride, so. She, she's fun and pretty and helpful enough. Oh, thank you. Ask for days. I'm going to leave you guys to do what you have to do. I am not unwilling to help in an emergency. No, I'm not. I'm not going to let any of you get hurt. But I can't be in the talks of the nitty gritty anymore. It's bad for me and it's bad for
1: you. Will you stay at the duck tonight?
3: Yeah. Mage Hand rematerializes as a cloud in front of her offering a handshake and Ginny says, You're one of two remaining competent cops.
0: You could give me your, um, your she shakes the hand. You could give me your regular hand. That would also be fine if you wanted to do that. My mom
3: taught me not to make contact with
2: people. Mm-hmm.
0: Bizarre. Okay. She nods to all of you in turn. Aoife, she gives you
2: a kiss on the cheek. And she leaves the lab. I still think we should take a ticket of memory wiped, but...
3: I mean, if you want to go visit Red, that's...
1: I don't want to have to have that entire conversation all over again. Well, oh, but if she's figured out how to do parts of it, it's not going to be that hard.
2: And also, I absolutely want to go visit Red, because she could potentially solve this problem, which would help us be able to solve his problems, points to Orion, and your problems, points to EVA. So now, nah, everything's better.
1: We've got to find Louise.
2: Do you have to find Louise? How do we do that? Orion, you wanted to kidnap her, right? This is fun. I like this.
4: I'm not really sure we talk enough about the plans that we have.
2: Did the meat puppet idea freak you out? I'm sorry.
4: We've seen a lot of things. Nothing is going to freak me out. But talking about what the plan is would be nice. I'm not really sure what blaming
3: Aaliyah continuously gets us. Well, if we show up as the Red Doctor task force and say, yep, it's the Red Doctor, they keep giving us authority and power and leeway. She can take care, of, they can't get her in the fall. We're facing
4: an enemy that is attempting to destroy everything that we know. I am not safe. Eva is not safe in this. If that is successful, I go away. You may survive, I won't. The more allies we have in this, the better. I would love to see my family again. Would love to. But I need to ensure my own survival in this as well.
2: What makes you think you won't survive?
4: I'm from the imagination. You left the imagination. You're- you're fully real. For now. Nobody knows
3: what this is gonna end up as.
2: And that's true of things that came from outside of it too, right? I
3: also don't think we can dispel the fog. I'm pretty sure if anything's gonna, like, be a world-ender for some of us and not all of us, it would be the fog. All I'm saying
4: is the more we play this haphazardly like we have, the more likely it is that we're gonna fail.
2: Well, you're the logical one. What do you think we should do next?
4: I want to figure out how to solve the situation that we're in without continuous destruction and mayhem for destruction and mayhem's sake.
1: We have been flailing about stumbling our way into clues and mishaps, and I think we are doing it better than we could in a lot of other situations, but it sounds like we need to agree on a directive and go for it. Our best chance for getting information is to get Louise we know that she is on the strike team or we can at least be very certain of that
3: and i'm pretty sure she wants to see me now i don't know what for the good version of things is she thinks my she she thinks i'm my mom and she's on her side of things instead of oh i think they've locked my mom up in some sort of prison i i tried to reach her while we were outside the fog and she sounded rough and pleading and uh Th- those of you that this might mean something to, I don't believe General Duke
1: pleads.
2: It's a bit of a kerfuffle going on up here at the moment, but I'm having too much fun, so. But it
1: apparently meant something. Orion, how would you like to approach the Louise situation?
3: You are our leader. I would disagree strongly on that one. The paperwork said so. We all signed
0: it.
4: I think we should question her. I think we need information. I think we should lay a trap. We've already half set
0: it up, guys. I think we should take a box and set it up on a stick. And put a food she likes underneath.
1: Just set, mm-hmm. uh, just set Jenny under under the box.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean that is essentially what we're going to need to do. Guys, guys, this is reminding me of my favorite bits in the Doobie Scoo stories.
0: <laughs> god, <laughs> and those damn always it.
3: work out so great.
1: Danger-prone Jenny, god, zoinks,
0: damn damn. zoinks. Film is a lesbian.
2: <laughs> it's <Yay! my> contribution <laughs> Do
1: we need to find a way to um to
2: learn where she actually lives? That's my one question. I
4: feel like if. Ginny makes a presence known well enough, which I understand I'm giving Ginny permission to cause a ruckus, but (sighs) I would imagine that may draw
3: them in.
1: Ginny, you up for causing a ruckus?
3: I I mean, yes, I I wasn't going to ask for permission. A single
0: tear rolls down their cheek. (laughs) This is all they've ever wanted.
3: All right, it's ruckus in time. If it's more than just a jam session on my rooftop, then I will need to sleep and get my magic back.
0: So it sounds like moving forward, you guys are looking at maybe trying to kidnap or otherwise detain Louise... Madison, that is a very interesting fight, and I am uh, very interested to see where it goes but um, I'm going to give you guys some time to talk about that and think about that so we're going to go ahead and end for today um, thank you everybody for joining us we really appreciate your time we love you very much uh, thank you for joining us Um uh, you can find us if you would like to find us on the social medias you can and should do that you can find us at allegedly dnd pod that's the letter d letter n letter d at allegedly dnd pod on twitter on facebook on mostly instagram let's be real uh on 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 Tumblr um on we should make a TikTok i don't know how to use it but we should make a TikTok um page says no absolutely i would love delighted. To do that. really not i that would, that would be, it amazing. Can be an adam thing i will not
2: be part of it
0: we'll see. maybe adam is
3: putting their hands in everything <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll see we'll see maybe we'll get a TikTok about adam put their fingers in it and see how it goes um but we don't have a TikTok right now um we'll get
3: so, us demonetized if you <laughs>
0: yeah oh no we won't make any more of the money we don't make um but you can't find us on tiktok now but you can find us everywhere else and you can also email us uh at that same address at gmail dot com um any plugs besides our usual forever plug go check out our sister podcast jk we're rolling about a fabulous wizarding trio in school shit's getting good you guys so this, shit's getting good on that show uh any other plugs
3: i'm gonna take another opportunity to shout out our friends over at once upon a monster of the week as ooh, of ooh, ooh, today's recording The bulk of Paige's contribution has now been uh, dropped in their feed, and it was really good. I'm spooky.
2: Uh,
0: Spoopy Paige.
3: Yeah, I have it on good authority that everyone over there is now appropriately afraid of Paige. Excellent. Yay! My numbers grow. I feed on your fear. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I grow stronger, yes! Um, And that's not even the voice. No,
2: it's not.
0: If you want to hear what the voice is, go check out uh, Paige and all the other excellent uh, folks over on Once Upon a Monster of the Week. Um, You can find them wherever fabulous podcasts are found and also our podcast. Um, So I think that's all we have for today. Uh, Thank you again for joining us. We love you all very much. And we will catch you guys next time. Mm
2: I'm absolutely not going to go down the rabbit hole of which endangered, which crabs, literal crabs are endangered species because that's a long list too. I was trying to make a joke about pubic lice, kids.